0: Welcome to the Ultimate Dentist podcast. Join us to hear success stories of various individuals and learn clinical and life hacks to help you become the ultimate dentist. Hey everyone, I hope you are all doing great. In this two part series of teeth whitening and full mouth reconstruction, I am in the first part, I will be discussing about the, uh, what you need to do on the consultation appointment. Uh, what type of things you need to discuss, gain consent, what you need to do to gain consent. In the part two, I will be discussing about the assessment process, assessment protocol, techniques, and how teeth whitening really relates to full mouth reconstruction in the stages Why? So when would you do the teeth whitening in relation to full mouth reconstruction stages? So let's start with the Today's episode, which is all about consultation process. So first of all, let me ask you, do you regularly ask your patient about color of your te- of their teeth? Doesn't matter whether patients in UK NHS or private or patients just come for a normal checkup. You've seen patient 100 times before. Do you ask patient every single time when patient comes? Even if patient has said no to teeth whitening last time. Do you still ask patient every single time when they come to uh, about the color of their teeth? If you just ask patient about the color of their teeth by just asking, you're going to increase the uptake of your teeth whitening treatment. Because in my opinion, there are lots of patients who need treat teeth whitening, which is non-invasive, most um, safest way to cosmetically improve their and enhance their smile and it doesn't cost arms and a leg. It's very cheap um, considering, you know, veneers and all the bonding and all the other procedures. It's the cheapest way to enhance patient's smile. So, you know, you need to really have a discussion on a regular basis. And this is something I tell all my my dentists or mentees who I train that never let yourself down in the sense if patient says no to the Teeth whitening this time doesn't mean you're not going to offer the same thing next time because there may be change of circumstances. Maybe patient's getting married or some new functions coming up. Patient may have forgotten that you had that discussion six months ago. Remember, our life is dentistry, but patient's life is not dentistry. So as soon as they come out of the practice, they forget half of the thing uh, you are telling them, most of the thing you're telling them, basically. So patient may not have remembered what you had discussed last time and now the circumstances might have changed they may have to have a new job uh, where they need to portray themselves uh, you know in a certain manner and there are lots of ways lots of reasons patient may say yes this time if they said no next last time and if you haven't asked patient at all then those patients just oblivious they just don't know whether the treatment such as teeth whitening exists so First thing is make sure you discuss with patient about teeth whitening. When I am having discussion with te- about teeth whitening, the way I would um, instigate or uh, the way I would start that discussion is first I will do a clinical assessment uh, and as a part of my clinical assessment I take full mouth photographs and I would take the photographs with the shade B1 and the patient's current shade so when you are then discussing patient's current condition of the teeth you are then going to have a discussion with patient and you can tell patient that okay you're at this uh, let's say a3 a4 um, and you know it is likely that we may be able to get to b1 now it's not all the time possible and that's something you really need to convey that to patient. Also, I know many systems, they guarantee B1 shade, but you cannot, in my opinion, you cannot ever guarantee. You You can guarantee that you're going to try your best, but ultimately it's patient's teeth. So I personally never guarantee that patient is going to reach a certain shade. Um, I, I never guarantee anything, to be honest. Uh, what I do guarantee is that we will do everything we can in order to, for patient to get to that stage, um, but you know, if it's if they don't, then they don't. It's 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 not always possible. There is always times when it's not possible, and you don't want to. You need to set realistic expectations. However, with the newer teeth whitening system, if patient can tolerate the system i.e. sometimes patient can have sensitivity and you need there are ways to manage around it but if patient can tolerate and patient can follow the treatment the way it should be then most of the time they should be able to get B1 shade and there are other reasons why they may not and I'll mention that later on in this episode but generally they can get to B1 shade so you can have that discussion with patient about the teeth whitening and um, Explain, pa- explained to patient the benefit of teeth whitening, i.e., better smile, healthier looking teeth. Now, healthier looking teeth, if that makes sense. So I would tell them that you know, if if someone's teeth are yellow and another person's teeth are white, the person who has the yellow teeth, although the teeth per se are healthy, the people will see those teeth as unhealthy. If that makes sense in layperson's uh, terms. So the whiter teeth always looks um healthier and uh, that is something that is something you need to mention it to patient the the other thing whiter teeth gives is patient more confidence because now they have confidence in smiling they will smile more and naturally that will improve their confidence and it will improve how they portray themselves uh in the, in the job, I've been told by patients that, you know, they, they have had promotions, they have had much more success just from teeth whitening. Now, of course, uh, it's not entirely true. Of course, they've done some work and they've done effort. But, you know, teeth whitening enhances that effect. And it, it really gives an impression on the others that they look after their mouth, their smile. So again, it's all about confidence and how a uh, patient uh, portrays themselves and how they feel in, within themselves and by others. So this is something, discussion I would have with patient. I would explain it to patient that um, how the teeth whitening gel works. And um, most of the time I would tell patient that, you know, many times patients think that, you know, it, it removes top layer of the tooth. And that's how it makes teeth whiter. However, if you think about it, the top layer of the tooth is the most whitest layer, which is enamel. As soon as you start going down towards the dentine, tooth color shade changes, it becomes more darker. So if, if the top layer of the tooth, if the whitening works with the top layer removal of the top layer of the tooth, then simply I could just drill, grind their teeth and they will become whiter, but it doesn't happen. Uh, it actually, in fact, makes it worse because the dentine gets exposed and we know that dentine doesn't get whiter uh, and um, it's darker than enamel. So I do tell that to patient, I explain it to patient how teeth whitening works, that the, it's the oxygen molecule in the hydrogen peroxide, which really goes down the tubules, breaks down the pigments and helps In making teeth whiter without damaging teeth, and that's the most um, conservative way to make the smile look better. I would once patient has agreed to the treatment in the sense that yes, let's explore the options. Then I will go in further in the discussion. So I'll, I'll discuss patient with patient about white spots. Even though if I don't see white spots in patient's mouth. I would still explain it to them. Why would I explain that? Because I have been had experience before where I have not had that discussion because I couldn't see any white spots because patient's teeth were darker. And then when the patient had whitening done, those white spots comes really, becomes really uh, prominent. Now you can't tell patient at that point that, oh, uh, just wait it out and it will it will become less prominent as the time goes because patient's freaking out at this point and they're not happy. So I would rather mention that to patient beforehand, even if you don't see white spots and maybe take photographs of those patients with the white frost, and, and explain it to them what white spots mean. Um, in order for to gain proper consent, you need to discuss about this. Um, the other thing you need to discuss about with patient is sensitivity, because that's one of the most common side effect of teeth whitening. And um, you need to let the patient know that the sensitivity is transient i.e as soon as they stop uh, using teeth whitening gel the sensitivity will calm down sometimes it can linger on for a little bit but it generally calms down i've, I've never had a patient who had sensitivity which just never went you know after teeth whitening um, so generally you can say that you know it will it's a transient and it will stop after you stop doing doing whitening so it's not permanent Um, But you do need to mention it to patient that if, for some reason, they cannot use the gel as mentioned, then the effect of the gel will be uh, reduced. So if they need to wear it for every night because of the sensitivity, they cannot wear every night, and they're using every other night, then it's going to take them maybe two or three times longer uh, in order to reach their result. And they may not be able to reach the results they want. So um, that's something you need to really mention it to patient. The other thing you need to mention to patient that, you know, you you will give them whatever the standard gel is, how much more it will cost them to buy another uh, syringe of gel. Uh, because they may want to do more whitening so your whitening treatment consists of two weeks they might want to do three weeks because they want to have more whitening you just need to mention that from the beginning if you're going to charge them if you're not going to charge them that's fine but let's say for really dark teeth um, where I think a patient will need more than two weeks I would really mention it to patient that look the, the treatment includes two weeks if you want to have whitening for more than two weeks, that's completely fine. You just buy the gel and just use it for as long as you want. However, if you make your teeth look really white after four weeks or something, then just m- make sure that it's very difficult to manage that. Generally, if you do the gel, use gel for two, two maybe maximum three weeks, it's easier to manage. Uh, if you use it for a very long time, then it's, it's you know, that whitening is difficult to maintain. The other thing I would mention then is, after that, is maintenance. And I would tell patients that, look, it's like, you know, having a car, you know, you're getting car washed, you're getting car shinier, but it will get dirty. So you need to get it washed again. Uh, but if you have, you know, regularly washed up, washing up of the car, then it won't get really dirty, if that makes sense. So um, they don't need to stop living their lifestyle. But you know whatever the lifestyle they are living if i if i'm driving on a motorway versus i'm driving on a on a you know side road or or somewhere in a very greasy you know uh, land then my car's going to get more dirty and it will need more maintenance similarly if patients having tea coffee um, you know some sort of product which stains the teeth then they will need to maintain it more frequently. Generally, I recommend patient one night a month of maintenance uh, and that works. However, most of the patient would usually prefer to have maybe three, four months or after six months, they would do another three, four days or week worth of whitening. And that's completely fine. You need to let patient know that your their existing restorations won't get whitened, which may lead to patient needing further work so if patient has got they have got anterior uh, crown or anterior restorations um, or restoration really whenever they smile and it's visible it could be posterior teeth Um, you need to really mention it to patient that that won't get whiter and this is something vice versa i.e if you are less let's say you're changing the restoration or a crown of the anterior teeth you need to mention it to patient would you like to do teeth whitening? Because once we change this, and then if you decide to do teeth whitening, the crown will need changing again to match to the shade of your new whiter teeth. And this is, I feel, it's a, it's kind of a... It's almost like a dental legal uh, um, consent because uh, and you need to record that in your notes because you don't want patient to come back um, and say oh you should have told me about the crown and the whitening I want to whiten my teeth but you didn't tell me now you'd change it for free and that is understandable because patient did what patient don't know they don't know so it's your job to let the patient know that um, they need whitening or not so discuss that if you're going to change any restoration. You need to let patient know any restriction. You know, most of the whitening products now say that they don't need to restrict themselves with tea, coffee, or any staining product. But I usually tend to tell patient that, you know, obviously stay away from that. And if, you, if they were to have tea, coffee, or something which stains their teeth, then um, wait for four to five hours after they have removed their trays because um it's not ideal to have the stained product straight away after they've just removed the tear and just had the whitening done. So um you need to mention that to patient. Explain it to patient that they will need their they will need to have the hygiene first. Now we will discuss this a little bit more in detail when we discuss the assessment bit. But you need to let patient know if they need a hygienist appointment that that because they you don't want patient to feel unless you're going to include the cost of hygiene uh, within the whitening you don't want patient to feel that whatever the fees of whitening is that's the that's the only fees you need to mention it to patient that there are other things which may they may need um, you need to explain to ti- timings because again you may have had patient like I have had as well to patients like oh I've got I'm getting married next week (laughs) Um, can you do teeth whitening yes you can you can make in-house trays you can do you know in surgery whitening Uh, but generally the the at-home whitening works the works really well in surgery whitening as many studies shows that you know it just dehydrates teeth makes them look nicer on the day and it relapses more quickly unless you maintain it during um, at home whitening but anyway in any case you need to mention that to patient now if you've done any whitening I do not recommend you do bonding for at least three weeks now that's something you need to let the patient know because if patient is coming for edge bonding patient wants whitening yes you can bond it I mean there's no issue after whitening but um, you know you need to let the patient know about the failure now uh, to be honest I have not done that where I've done whitening and bonded the restoration same day or next week so i can't really tell you about the success rate uh, of that but this is the general guidance that you want to wait for three weeks because you got this oxygen in the tooth you want them the oxygen to sort of come out of the tubules and give the the dentine a chance to breathe before you can bond to enamel or dentine Um, also you need to really uh, understand that um the shade might regress after they've finished whitening. So again, you need to let that pa- let patient know regarding that. Um, let patient know if any alteration of the teeth made after whitening, then they need a new whitening trace. And why do I say that? You know, because patient might be surprised that, let's say you discuss about the fillings, you discuss of the whitening and patient's going ahead with it. And then after the treatment, they're like, you're like, okay, we need to make the new tray. You need to pay for this, and patient's like, oh, you didn't tell me that. So make sure that uh, if you are planning bonding or edge bonding after whitening, include the trays of the fees uh, or fees of the trays within your treatment plan. And I've had I've learned this hard way because I've had patient where you know I did all this and then I told patient that you know we need to make a new trays and it wasn't in the treatment plan. Um, and I I just don't feel right uh, to charge patients so I've just absorbed the cost because I don't feel it's right to charge patient in a mid treatment when you already quoted something and you haven't told patient that there is an extra charge which which was necessary and you could have anticipated that if that makes sense so I don't think it's fair on patient but that's why now I discuss about this beforehand so I don't really miss out um, you know and, and pay from my pocket. And once you had all this discussion, then you can get a written consent after the assessment. So let's say you've taken the consent, uh, you you discussed all this and patients say, yeah, I'm happy to go ahead with the treatment. Then you need to now do an assessment for whitening related assessment. And again, uh, in the next episode, I am going to discuss about how the what you need to consider when you're doing teeth whitening assessment, apart from your obviously normal general examination and how uh, and the technique um, I use for teeth whitening, including internal teeth whitening, and how that fits into my full mouth reconstruction protocol. So I hope you enjoyed this short episode and I look forward to um, seeing you in the next episode. Have a lovely day.